Welcome to Thrive with Confidence. This podcast provides insight into the Aquios Alliance, a buying group that connects private practices with trusted vendors and expert support. We will feature discussion with our vendor partners and optometrist members while we explore topics that will empower your independence. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. Kendall finds something extremely funny on today's podcast, and we're going to find out what that is. It's probably the Sporting Kansas City sweatshirt she's wearing. That made ouch. me laugh. So. Ouch. Oh, ouch. I mean, they're almost a playoff contention. Don't you only have to get like fourth place? And I'm almost six foot tall, but I'm still standing at 5'9". So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, there's still a good portion of the season left. You know, It's, it's the only sport months. that you can tie and still celebrate. A, a quote-unquote win. You get a point. That and hockey. In hockey, they Crazy. let everybody into the playoffs, so, you know. <laughs> they don't care. Everybody plays. Let, let's talk a little bit about, uh, it's that time of year, right? Let's talk about uh, back to school. Back to school. It's hard to believe that you just, right. it, it's middle of July and you just said back to school, but yeah, I mean, they're getting closer. This, I think some of the schools around here start the second, third week of August, which, yeah. you know, and, and I know the college kids will be going away. When does, uh, when does your daughter head off to, to campus? So we'll start, we start move in at, at August 10th. Wow. So that's, wow. I mean, right around the corner. And, and, you know, you think about back to school and, and, and marketing and it's got to happen earlier and earlier. I feel like every single year, but we don't think, right. I feel like we were just talking the other day, it was June and we're like, okay, guys, here, here it comes. July's around the corner. And here we are talking about this, talking about back to school and I don't think our college kids, I don't think we talk about that enough when we talk about back to school. I think we focus a lot on, on those, on those school age kids that the problem is, is just what you said. Our college kids are leaving, right? right? So it's, it's, when you're looking at that marketing, we, we got to get that out. They've got to get that out early and, and get them in, get their, get their exams done so we can get their glasses and contacts ordered and in their hands before they head out of town. Right. I mean, you're thinking August, August 10th, you know, she heads off. That means she's got to be in by the end of July to be able to get, if she's doing contacts, to get the contacts, the year supply in, you know, so they can be packed to go to head out to school. You've got, like you said, the glasses on top of that. So there's a lot of things that got to get done in a, in a short period of time. And uh, especially with the college kids when they're packing up and you probably won't see them again until Thanksgiving, I think is, you know, right. the first time they come back. Yeah. And realistic, a college kid, they're not going to search for an optometrist near their campus or anything like that. They're going to go where they've always gone and continue where where mom and dad go. So they're not going to even be thinking about it again till winter break. When a winter break happens, it's the end of the year. Your office is going to be busy with that end of the year rush. People trying to get in to use their uh, health savings benefits before those can be. So trying to get a college kid scheduled at that time is going to be even harder. Yeah. I mean, if you're not getting them in before they leave for school, you're missing out on an opportunity, not only for you know an annual supply, but also a pair of, of backup glasses that they can wear on the weekends and such when they're... Uh, a little tired the next morning heading into class and don't want to put those contact lenses in their eyes because yeah. they were up late that night before studying. Oh, yeah. They're, they're studying, not participating in Thirsty Thursday at all. We've all been there. The the library, right? We spend, we spend that time. We put the time in. 
That's right. Because there's a fun place right in Des Moines, right next to Drake University campus. And it is a bar called the library, which I thought the guy was brilliant for putting that in there. And so the kids would tell their parents, I'm spending a lot of time at the library. And they were not <laughs> lying to mom and dad. So that is genius. That's what I thought. So, but as you look at back to school, I mean, then there's a lot of different things. And yeah, the college kids, you know, obviously marketing to them. But I also think putting something together to give back to the community, give back to the schools as a way to maybe bring in some patients, um, to bring in school supplies and th- stuff like that. You know, put a couple backpacks out, put a promo out to help stuff the backpacks even. But again, that has to start now because I know for me, my grandson just got his school supply uh, list in the mail yesterday or the day before is what my daughter told yeah. me. So, you know, even the schools are now starting to get geared up for that. Well, and if you think about not, not only the schools are gearing up for that, but you think a, a lot of our, a lot of our corporate optometry, they start their marketing earlier and earlier every single year, which makes it even more important for us to be thinking about this on our social media channels, on, on our websites, with any of our marketing that we, that we do reminding the people that, that are in um, the, you know, our, our front desk staff, we need to be talking about, about back to school. We should be doing this all the time, but especially now, if we hear uh, any any buzzwords about children or anything, we've we've got to say, hey, have you have you gotten have you gotten Junior in for uh, for, for his annual eye exam yet? Let's get that taken care of before back to school. It becomes a service that we're that we're doing for our patients. We want to help them out. Right. We don't want them scrambling around, you know, right, right before. Cause you're right. I mean, Tim, we just, we just got it. We're two weeks out from being done with this month. How many, how many practices are booked out to two weeks to, you know, two, uh, three weeks, four weeks. And, and so right. we're already, we're already past time at that point. I want to circle back though, uh, to the, to the promotional uh, idea that you had about, you know, putting some backpacks together and, and getting some things to, for, for the kids with school supplies. I think something else we need to think about is, is, is our educators. Can we do something promotional for, for our teachers as well? Yeah. You know, there's that, that's something that, you know, we've got, a, we've got a lot of just really amazing teachers that unfortunately have to supply some of their own, their own stuff that comes out, out of their pocket. Can we do something from a philanthropic standpoint to help give back to, to our teachers, make ease that burden a little bit? I think one of the fun ones to do, um, and yeah, and you're right, you know, for anybody that knows a teacher, and I know uh, Kendall, your mother-in-law is is a school teacher, uh, yeah. Beth is a school teacher, you know, they spend a lot of money out of their pocket. It's, you know, because they've got to get the supply. School budgets are being cut left and right, you know, um, sadly. So I, I think one of the ones that I remember uh, doing and, and, and also having clients do as well is invite the teachers in for a a night to see your office. A lot of times a teacher will recognize a kid struggling with their vision before the parents will. We as parents, if your kids are struggling, you say, oh, you're not applying yourself or darn it, you got to study. There could be other things. And and what is it? 80, 90% of learning is visual. So teachers will recognize that well before maybe the parents will. And so Inviting the teachers in for, you know, we do open houses for trunk shows or whatever. Why not invite the teachers in for a teacher appreciation night? Maybe give them something off, but also register them for um, maybe it's a hundred dollar gift card to be used on supplies, or maybe it's already have gone out and buy a bunch of supplies and register for them to, to be able to win that. But um, at the same time, maybe have some gifts 
And I'm sure a lot, a lot of the vendors will help donate some things to give back to the teachers. I'm sure some of the small businesses in your area might as well, whether it's, you know, gift cards to Starbucks or gift cards to Subway, Jimmy John's, whatever it might be. But I think having a teacher appreciation evening to where they get to come in, see your practice, and then you have an opportunity to talk to them about maybe some of the, uh, or the doctors have an opportunity to talk about some of the um, things to be looking for uh, when a kid is struggling, some of the, the the hints, the clues, if you will, that they could pick up on. I think we could even take that one step further and, and go with invite the nurses, right? A lot, a lot of schools have, have a district nurse that, that heads up everything. Uh, your, your athletic directors, them involved in this as well, because th- these are all people. These are all touch points for, right. for our students. And I, lo- I love that you brought that up is, is they need to know, they need to know those signs. I mean, I think about, you know, the kids growing up and yeah, I knew some of the things to, to watch out for, you know, or are they holding their book a, a lot closer than they should, but I wasn't with them in the class. Classroom. So behaviorally, you, you you don't know, and and it's sad to hear about you know that kid that's well this he's got this or he's got that and he's he's rowdy and but we don't stop to think for a second that we've we've got we've got little little Johnny sitting in the back row of of the the classroom. Did we ever think about the fact that he just can't see and and because right. of that he's bored and and so that that's causing him to act out. And by the end of the day, he's probably tired. And, and that's, you find a lot of times that's when the, the kids act up is towards the end, late in the afternoon. And that's because they've been struggling all day, you know, but you also mentioned the, you know, the athletic teams and the school nurses, you know, part of that too is take, take by some contact lens solutions, take by some of that stuff for the athletic teams to take out on their, their trips with them. Um, or your, to even for home games or whatever, have some contact lens solution, hand it to the school nurse to say, Hey, if, you know, for the middle-aged school kids or the, or the high school kids, Hey, you know, they drop their contact on the ground. At least you have some cleaning solution, kind of the little small things that you can do to, to get your name out, uh, to those schools will help immensely. And, And most of the time too, a lot of those school nurses don't realize if a kid gets poked in the eye or gets hit during, uh, recess or PE, they could send them to you instead of sending them on to the emergency room. Right. Yeah. It'll give you an in with the school district to be able to now provide uh, letters to parents talking about the importance of eye exams of beyond a vision screening, but also, you know, being able to help with the schools volunteer your time to go help the science class with uh, dissecting bovine eyeballs. I remember when I did that Mm -hmm. when I was in high school, but, um, you know, even working with like Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts, you know, there's an eye doctor badge, but being able to have these nights of teacher appreciation, inviting the nurses, that helps get you an in to being able to access um, and get your name and just education in front of the parents. And there's a lot of schools now that, or, or states, and I know Missouri's one, I think Iowa's one, Nebraska, I think is one as well, that kids coming into kindergarten have to have an eye exam. And, yeah. or if they're transferring in from out of state, they have to have an eye exam. So, you know, look at your state rules, look, look at that. And if you're in a state that requires that, reach out to those um, school nurses and all that and say, hey, if you got a kid coming in that needs that, we're just down the street type deal. Yeah. That that makes a good point of being able to start that back to school advertising to your to your patient base now. 
that's going to have them where they can now get in earlier. Now they're not feeling the crunch of if they have to have an eye exam done before school. Well, you know, there's a deadline there. You got to be in at some point. And if it's August 10th and that deadline's the 16th, most likely you're not going to have any exams available. But if they can get in and be seen as early as July, um, I mean, you will have those proactive parents or they're just looking for a way to get the kids out of the house for an hour. Um, where it's they've been stuck with them in the summertime for a month and a half now, uh, that parents will be willing to take their kids early for a back-to-school eye exam. And you see schools do that with athletics. They have to have their physicals in by a certain date. But, yeah, you're right. For those kindergartners, all that, there's a cutoff date. And so why not get it before? But, you know, and as we mentioned with with the college kids, you know, July is a great time to do that. Get them in get them to get the glasses, get the contacts, especially if maybe they're trying contacts for the first time and now they've got to have a follow-up visit. Well, if you wait till the last minute and they can't get in to have that follow-up visit, you know, it's, it's not going to work. So um, planning ahead, being that proactive uh, instead of the reactive, even on the, on the back to school, but for offices. Yeah. Now's the time to start marketing it and getting it out there. And look at what you're offering. I think we're, we're, we're going to see, you know, we, we see more kids this time of year than we do any other time of the year, except for maybe the, the, the end of the year when people are trying to, to get those benefits taken care of. But now is a great time to educate about that second pair. And I think when, when, when we look at it, we talked about it with our, with our college kids, having the bed to bath glasses, the, the, mor- the morning after glasses. It's, you got to be able to, to have this as, as an option. But I, I don't think that we have that parents think about the importance of having a second pair of glasses for, for, for the younger school age kids. We've got some kids out there that, I mean, we know kids are kids. They're going to be rough on their eyewear. They're not going to care for them like an adult would. And some of these kids, unfortunately, they've got, they've, they've got prescriptions that if those glasses break to it's, it's an unfixable thing and they've got to wait to have some more made. They, they can't see. And so really, right. you know, what, what, what kind of, what kind of special are we offering? You know, it, it's, it's okay. Let's maybe, let's maybe up, up our multiple, um, you know, deal for, for, for kids for, right. for a certain period of time and, and, and offer that. Cause if we get a minute, then parents are going to realize that that's a lifesaver and they're going to do it year over year. Yeah. It's not, it's not if they break their glasses, it's when they break their glasses. And you can yeah. have a whiteboard moment on when those kids are going to break their glasses. Yeah. You know, Place money on it. Hey, it's going to happen. It's gonna, it, it is going to happen. How long will it take? Let's put it out there. So... I think we found our next our, our next whiteboard moment. Well, it's amazing. You know, we think about we think about back to school as as being uh, just a time to to focus on on getting those appointments in. But as you've heard today, it's it's about so much more. It's it's about marketing your practice as as a place for 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 kids to go, for parents to go, for teachers to go, for for nurses. And I think giving back to the community, showing that you're giving back to the community, is is good. I mean, whether it's with a you know, stuff the backpack or whatever, as Scott said, you know, these teachers are putting money out of pocket. Let's give back to the community. Private practice is about building relationships and, you know, people will choose, choose a private practice over a chain because they, they may know someone personal or they have a connection with it through the community there. Nice. Well, thank you again, everybody, for for joining us for another fantastic episode of of Thrive with Confidence Industry Insights. Uh, This has been a lot of fun to to get to spend with you guys as well, talking about some some back to school and and getting those kiddos taken care of. So we look forward to, to seeing you guys next week. Thanks. 
Thanks, everybody.